Uh, good evening, listeners. We want to thank God again. We are in the studio. I'm Pastor Moit Amos. Uh, we are still here even tomorrow. Uh, we will come here with the same message. Brother Joe is here with Pastor Emma. We want you to stay tuned and listen to this time of he preaching and you hear the word of God. Because the word of God is food for our soul. Let us open with the word of prayer. Father, I want to thank you for this night. Thank you for all the listeners. Pray the Lord will use you, Joe and Pastor Emma, as they share your word. Lord, that the Holy Spirit open the hearts and the minds of people to understand. Lord, as a result of this sharing, many souls will come to you. We thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Brother Joe, um, Pastor Emma, you're all welcome. Thank you. Thank you, Pastor Amos and Pastor Emma. Uh, I hope you, brothers and sisters, have enjoyed the studies we've had so far. Uh, today, we're going to study a new subject, and that's faith. And uh, you, all, uh, you have to have faith, you know, uh, to be saved. Uh, without faith, there's, that's the beginning of salvation. You have to have faith. The scripture says, without faith, you are already condemned. That means you're already going to hell, brothers and sisters, if you don't believe. So it's important to have faith. And so what we're going to do, there's a passage in Hebrews chapter 11, and it's it's referred to from many pastors as the Hall of Fame of Faith. We're going to read about some amazing uh, people from the past, from a long, long time ago, uh, starting off in... Uh, uh, in the very beginning, and you're gonna re- you're gonna hear about what great faith they had, and so with that, Pastor Emma, what are we starting? With? Yeah, we're reading from the book of Hebrews, chapter eleven, from verse one. Uh, the word says, "Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen, for by it the elders obtained a good testimony." By faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that the things which are seen were not made of things which are visible. Verse 4. By faith Abel offered to God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, through which he obtained witness that he was righteous, God testifying of his gifts, and through it he being dead still speaks. All right, so in uh, verse 3, it talks about, essentially it's explaining that we have blind faith, brothers and sisters. We don't see the invisible God, all right? God the Father says that if you see him, you will die, okay? Moses wanted to see him. He saw him in the burning bush. The scripture tells us that that uh, God is an e- 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 eternal fire, Right, he is fire. When he appeared to the, uh, the Jews back in Moses's day, um, at night he was a, 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 a consuming fire, and during the day he would appear as in a cloud. Now the Son of Man. Remember, the Son of Man was in existence before the creation of the world with God the Father. All right, and so he appears to uh, Abraham. Uh, tells him that Sarah's going to have a baby at an old age. She's, uh, she's 90 to 100 years old. Am I right, pastors? That's right. And uh, she even laughs. And uh, the angel, angel means messenger. Now, he comes with two real angels. 
that he talks to and says, shall I let Abraham know what I'm going to do with Sodom and Gomorrah? The other two angels, they go to Sodom and Gomorrah and then he has a conversation with Abraham. And uh, Abraham tries to talk him out of destroying uh, Sodom and Gomorrah with, you know, if there's so many good people, will you still do it? Will you still do it? Because um, I believe it's his nephew Lot is living in Sodom and Gomorrah. And as you know, Lot and his family are saved. They run out and the angels tell them, do not turn back. But unfortunately, Lot's wife turns back and turns to a pillar of salt. And what we learn from that is, if God tells you not to do something, don't do it. That's right. All right. All right so, what we have here is there's an example of faith. Okay. Abel and Cain, they were the two first sons of Adam and Eve. And so they both give a sacrifice to the Lord. But God is not happy with Cain's sacrifice. And he's very happy and pleased with Abel's. And in fact, Cain gets jealous of Abel and ends up killing him. Um, this is the first murder ever in existence in the, in the human uh, works in existence. It's a very sad thing. But you see, God recognizes that, that, that Abel had not just so much love, but he had faith that God would, um, would accept his gift, that he wanted to give him a good gift. And so he had great faith. And so that's the first uh, man that is represented in this uh, passage of the Hall of Fame of Faith. And so now we'll move on to uh, the next passage. And uh, what is that, Pastor Ham? That will be verse 5 of Hebrews chapter 11. The word says, By faith, Enoch was taken away so that he did not see death and was not found because God had taken him. For before he was taken, he had this testimony that he pleased God. Amen. Now, I've, I've always been very fascinated with Enoch. Okay, he's the seventh son from Adam. And in Genesis, it tells us that he goes to heaven without dying. And here it, it tells you again. Now, in Genesis, it says, all we, we know very little about Enoch. But in Genesis, it says that he walked with God. Okay? Walked with God meant he obeyed God. And now here it says that um, he's given the um, lifting up because he pleased God. Now if you've been listening in the last few days, it's a, we want to have the mind of Jesus. We need to have the mind of Jesus. And the mind of Jesus is to please God and do his will. Right? Yeah. Remember, when Jesus is, is being baptized and the sky opens up and a dove, uh, it's like a dove, but it's the Holy Spirit lands on him and the sky opens up, the clouds open up and the father says, this is my beloved Gosh. son who I am well pleased. You see, so that should be all our goals, brothers and sisters. We want to please God. All right. That's right. And we do that by obeying him. That's right. All right, Pastor, what's next? So going over to verse 7 of Hebrews chapter 11, he says, By faith, Noah, being divinely warned of things not yet seen, moved with godly fear, prepared an ark for the saving of his household, by which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness, which is according to faith. All right. So now I'm going to share something with you that I just recently learned. 
All right, I've always known that, you know, Noah, you know, God tells him to make this boat and there's going to be this big flood and everybody's going to die if they're not on this boat. And as he's making this boat, all the people are laughing at him. That's right. They're just laughing. They're eating and drinking, marrying, and they, they think he's a fool. Because you can imagine it takes, them, it takes them years to put this thing together. This That's is right. a boat. This is a ship big enough to take two of each animal, okay, and his family. So he's building this, I would call it a ship, and they're laughing at him, and they're scorning him, but he does what the Lord says, all right, by faith. Now, here's the part that is even more amazing, right? In the scripture here, it says that Noah, being warned of these things not yet seen, That's right. okay, mm-hmm. it had never rained on the earth before. All right, God watered the plants with dew up to that point. So you can uh, you can understand why everyone's laughing at him. He's telling them that there's going to be so much rain and this, the water's going to come down and they're mm-hmm. going, well, that's never happened, Noah. Okay, that's Whoa. Right. but it's going to happen. And I'm here to tell you too, that as God rained fire down and destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah, God is going to rain fire down on this earth and destroy anybody that is not his, that is not chosen that is not walking with Jesus, that is not pleasing Him. All right? Those people are going up to be with the Lord, Jesus. That's right. And the rest of them are going to burn. It's going to be horrible. And people like to laugh at us and say, Oh, oh, well, we're still here. Everything's good. Mm -hmm. Uh, But no, okay? It's going to happen. So you want to be ready, brothers and sisters. That's right. I don't wish my worst enemy to go to hell, and and it's just a horrible place. So please, please, if you're not saved today, listen to the whole message. And I know Pastor Almas will be Mm. pleased to lead you into a prayer of salvation. Amen. All right, right, Pastor Almas, who's the next patriarch that we're going to read? We're going to be seeing about Abraham, and that is in verse 17 of Hebrews chapter 11. He says, By faith, Abraham, when he was tested, offered up Isaac, and he who had received the promises offered up his only begotten son, of whom it was said, In Isaac your seed shall be called, concluding that God was able to raise him up even from the dead. All right, so now, this is definitely one of the most amazing uh, events in history, all right? God asked Abraham to sacrifice his only son, his only son from Sarah. All right. Now, God had promised him this son from Sarah. Sarah has him at a very old age. And God has promised that he, his inheritance is going to be passed down and passed down uh, to uh, as many people as as many as the sand of the sea. So... He has enough faith that he believes that God is going to raise him up. Now, God doesn't tell him he's going to raise him up, but just mm-hmm. he knows. He knows that God promised that, that there's going to be heirs, that his sons are going to have sons and going to have sons. Mm-hmm. And he's asking him to sacrifice him. And so by faith, he believes that God is going to raise him up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so he goes, well, he, God's, if you know the story, uh, he goes right to the last minute. And God stops him. You see, God was testing him. Mm-hmm. And uh, and he passed this amazing, amazing test. And so we praise God for that. Amen. And it's just an amazing... Uh, you can see how uh, powerful the faith that he had. That's right. All right, Pastor Emma, what's next? Uh, what's next is uh, 
about Moses in verse 24 to 26. The word says, By faith Moses, when he became of age, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter, choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the passing pleasures of sin, esteeming the reproach of Christ greater riches than the treasures in Egypt, for he looked to the reward. All right. So now, it's kind of, I hate to compare anyone to Jesus, okay? You can't really compare anyone to Jesus. Mm -hmm. But there is a bit of a parallel here. Jesus leaves his kingdom. He is rich up in heaven with his Lord, with his Father. And he comes down here in human form to be poor, all right? To be beat on, to be spit on, and to die on a cross for you and me. And he didn't sin, right? Mm -hmm. So here... Uh, Moses is is in riches, uh, and uh, he's being raised by Pharaoh and uh, and the kingdom there, and he's filthy rich. But he he learns that he's of the Jewish uh, descent. He learns that they're being persecuted. He sees that they're enslaved, and so he wants to be with the people that that, that his people, and he leaves these riches. But the last the last verse here. It says, can you read that again, Pastor Emma, the last sentence? This verse 26, mm -hmm. it says, Esteeming the reproach of Christ greater riches than the treasures in Egypt, for he looked to the reward. He looked to the reward, brothers and sisters. That's right. And you, all of us have to be looking for the reward. That's have right. your mindset on heavenly things, mm -hmm. heavenly riches. We mm -hmm. all have, he promises you, mm -hmm. you have a mansion waiting for you in heaven, brothers mm -hmm. and sisters. Mm -hmm. Don't worry about making a mansion here on earth, okay? Because right. you can lose your salvation trying to, to, to save all your money so you can build this big house, mm -hmm. all right? And, and, and when people are starving next to you but you got your big house and you got your nice car when people are starving and they're without clothes and they're without food right you could lose your salvation in a heartbeat all right don't worry about today we read yesterday to uh the day before when john is telling they're asking him how what should we do how do we repent worthy to receive okay well uh, one of the things was be content with what you have. Mm. Uh, we all need to be content with what we have. If God wants to bless us with uh, blessings of extra clothes, a car, a job, a home, he will. And there's nothing wrong with praying for a job. And there's nothing wrong with praying for your needs. He says, whatever you ask for, he will give you. But it's whatever you need. Okay. In James, it says... If you pray amiss, you will not receive what you're praying for. That's right. That means praying amiss. Let me give you an example. I know um, I heard a pastor once say uh, on a sermon that he's been praying for many, many years for a red Porsche. I don't know if you guys know what a Porsche here is, but it's like a sports car. That's right. And it's a very, very expensive sports car. You could buy probably five houses here in Uganda for the cost of a a Porsche in America. Yeah. America. Mm -hmm. So, uh, but, you know, it's because he's praying a miss. Mm -hmm. right? You know, if I pray for a plane, God's not going to give me a plane. How ridiculous. Because right? you don't have a field for flying. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, I mean, I, I saw, I, I, I was watching TV one day, and I see this pastor on TV, and he's telling this other pastor that God blessed him with a, with a plane, mm -hmm. with a Learjet. 
Do you think God really wanted to give him a Learjet with all the starving people in the world? Come on. Let's be real here. Right? That's for okay. sure. He came for the poor. He says he came for the poor. He says it's harder for a rich man to make it into heaven than a camel to go through an eye of a needle. Do you understand, brothers and sisters? Not going to be very many people in heaven that are rich. It's not a blessing to be rich on earth because the problem is people worship money over God mm -hmm. right you can't worship money over God that's, that's worshiping right. the devil mm -hmm. right and so uh, if you you know be content with what you have mm -hmm. and God will bless you with all your needs that's I right. trust me but make your riches in heaven that's what it says make your riches in heaven right that's pastor right. that's right so that they don't turn to rust and they that's don't right. right and tease them break here and steal them exactly mm -hmm. and you have them forever and ever right that's right amen all right pastor what's next uh, verse 29, it says, By faith they passed through the Red Sea as by dry land, whereas the Egyptians, attempting to do so, were drowned. Amen. Now, let me back up. Some of you people may not know what the, uh, what the passage is about. But God asked Moses, he wants him to deliver the enslaved Jews that the Egyptians are, are uh, making slaves of them. And he wants them to be released and go to the promised land that God has promised them. And so uh, Pharaoh, God has hardened his heart. And so he wants, God wants to really show his power. And so many things they get infected with. They have frogs one day. They have mm -hmm. locusts another day. Uh, the water turns to blood. Nothing is going to, uh, to let this... Um, uh, Pharaoh open his heart up and say, okay, go, right? So then the last thing is, is God ta tells Moses to tell him, well, uh, he's going to take the firstborn of every household. Now he protects the Jews. He tells, he tells Moses, tell all the Jewish people to put uh, the blood of the lamb on the door. And when the angel of death comes by, it will pass by your house. And that, that family would not lose their firstborn. And uh, so, you know, that's why the Jews celebrate the Passover. That's what they call Passover. That's right. All right. So now when Pharaoh's son dies and all the firstborn, and we're talking even animals, every firstborn dies on, in uh, Egypt. Mm -hmm. And now Pharaoh has to listen to his own people because his own people are ready to get rid of him way before then. That's right. But Pharaoh's just got not going to do it. So then he says, okay, okay, you can go. But Pharaoh's... He still wants revenge. So as Moses and the people are fleeing, they get to the Red Sea. Now, at this time, the Egyptians are following them and they want to kill them. So Moses, w with, uh, with God's uh, power, parts the Red Sea. He right. strikes it with his staff and the Lord parts the Red Sea. Now, you can imagine, this is... This is if not the biggest miracle in the Bible, mm -hmm. it's one of the biggest, hugest miracles. The, the Red Sea parts. That's okay? Right. Now, think about this. You have to have faith that you're going to run across that sand and not have the water come and you're going to drown. Mm -hmm. But they had faith. And that's, that's what he's right. talking about here. Right. They had faith and they ran across. And as they got to the other side, mm -hmm. you know the story. The Egyptians went... And the water came in, and, and they drowned. all drowned. That's right. You see, brothers and sisters? So, you may have had faith when you got to the altar. If you don't have faith, you need to have faith. And these these uh, stories here 
or to encourage you that they had faith, but see, they didn't have the promise that we have. Mm-hmm. Okay? That's right. See, before Jesus comes and dies for your sins and my sins, there's no real mention of going to heaven with Jesus or with the Lord. There's no real mention of going to hell because you haven't been good. You have not been righteous. Okay? Mm-hmm. Back then, the first covenant is you had to be Jew. And God had chosen those people. And they were forced to worship Him. Okay? They didn't have a choice. It's kind of like when you're a kid. Mm-hmm. Right? You have parents. Yeah? They make you go to church. Most of them, if they're good Christians, okay, they're going to make your children go to church. At some point, the child has a choice whether to go to church or not, right? Okay, well, that's the second covenant. That's our covenant. That's Jesus' covenant, all right? Jesus' covenant is you have a choice. You can go to church or not go to church. You can be saved or not be saved. And it's for the whole nation. It's for everyone. Salvation is free to everyone who wants to accept Jesus. Repent. That means turn from your sinful ways and live for Him. And if you you do that, you're the chosen now. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter if you're Jew, Greek, Mm -hmm. uh, African, American, Asian, Asian... It doesn't matter. That's right. Okay? He opened it up for everyone. Amen. Amen. All right, Pastor, where are we going now? We're going to verse 30. It says, By faith the walls of Jericho fell down after they were encircled for seven days. Okay, so this is a powerful this is a powerful story. When, okay, so now they've gotten out of Egypt. And all the other countries have heard about this mighty God, mm-hmm. our God, That's how right. mighty he is. And oh, they are yeah. scared to death of the, of the Israelites. So, uh, Joshua, now Joshua is in charge. Moses has gone to be with the father. And Joshua is, uh, sends a couple spies over uh, to check out Jericho. And, and um, this woman named Rahab, which is mentioned here, but we're not going to read about her. But I'll just tell you about her. She's a prostitute. And uh, she tells them, hey, you know, they, they, everyone's scared. Everyone, all the nations are scared of your God and you people. Okay? And so... She hides them out, and so they they find out they the king of Jericho is scared. So they they lock themselves up into their country. They don't want to get out, and they they have these huge walls, and so they feel safe as long as they stay in there. So God tells uh, tells Joshua, have seven priests take uh, trumpets and take the ark and walk around the compound. And so they walk around for seven days. Now on the seventh day, he tells Joshua to have all the people yell and scream when the the seventh trumpet goes off. Mm -hmm. And when they do, the walls fall completely down. And they go in and they kill every single person. Okay? And so it's an amazing story. It's amazing faith. Right? Think about it. All right? That's right. All right, that's powerful. That's powerful faith. All right, but you and I, brothers and sisters, we have powerful faith too. Amen. Yeah, because we have blind faith. God's not in front of us, right? right? But we can see His attributes. We can see things happening. We know everybody knows somebody who has had a miracle. That's right. That is a Christian. They know somebody that God has really touched their life in one way or the other. All right, Pastor, what's next? We're going over to verse uh, thirty-five. It says, 35, 
to 37 says, Others were tortured, not accepting deliverance, that they might obtain a better resurrection. Still others had trial of mockings and scourgings, yes, and of chains and imprisonment. They were stoned, they were sown into, were tempted, were slain with the sword. So, this is, the, the, most of these are prophets that God sent to warn uh, the Israelites to stop worshiping idols. Depending on the king that was in charge, if the king was a believer, they were, they were walking with the Lord. But if the king was bad, they would worship other idols. And it was like adultery to the Lord. The Lord looked at them as a wife and he was uh, the husband, just as he does with us. The church today is the virgin church. That's oh. all genuine Christians, mm -hmm. right? We're married to Jesus, okay? So we're to go uh, and, and have that wedding feast with him. Amen. Amen. So they were, they were tortured and whatnot, but, you know, it reminds me, though, also, you know, see, all the apostles, they all died martyred deaths, That's except right. for John. Mm -hmm. And uh, Peter, we talked about Peter yesterday. Once he received double the Spirit, he spoke boldly, okay? Right. Not only that, but he went to his death where uh, there's, there's about three historians after the Bible, and, and uh, one of them is Josephus. He's a Jewish writer. And he tells us that, Peter is going to get crucified, and he says, I'm not worthy to get crucified like Jesus. Mm. And he gets crucified upside down, okay? So this is the reason why the Word of God and 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 all this, uh, this is where our belief comes in, mm -hmm. blind faith is, these people went to their death. This is the same Peter who denied him three times. That's right. But when he gets the Holy Spirit, he's not denying anymore. He's dying for Jesus, That's right. okay? Mm -hmm. Now, believe me. He wouldn't die for Jesus if it wasn't real, if Jesus wasn't real, if God wasn't real. He would just say, no, take me off. Let me go. It's false. No, he didn't, along with all the other apostles. They went to their death, right, preaching the truth, saying the truth that God is real and Jesus is real and he Amen. died for your sins. Amen. Do you see? That's right. It's powerful. It is. All right, what's next, Pastor? We've got verse 39. He says, and all these, having obtained a good testimony through faith, did not receive the promise. God having provided something better for us. Amen. And that's the promise I'm talking about. See, back then, before Jesus again, there was no promise of going to heaven and all this. They just, they just felt like they, 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 they just had this intuition that God would, would take care of them after they died. I mean, that's just amazing. But we have the promise. We have the promise of salvation. Mm -hmm. We are washed with the blood of Jesus. Amen. And we are sealed for the day of redemption. Praise right. God. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. All right, Pastor, what's next? Here we got Romans chapter 1, verse 16 through 21. The word says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God to salvation for everyone who believes, for the Jew first and also for the Greek. For in it, the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith. As it is written, the just shall live by faith. Verse 18. For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men. Who suppress the truth in, in unrighteousness? Because what may be known of God is manifest in them. For God has shown it to them. 
For since the creation of the world, his invisible attributes are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and the Godhead, so that they are without excuse. Because although they knew God, they did not glorify him as God, nor were thankful, but became futile in their thoughts, and their foolish hearts were darkened. Amen. So here the Bible is clear. He's telling you, if you're listening and you're not a believer, you have not accepted Jesus in your heart, he's telling you you do not have an excuse. Okay? Amen. He does you've seen the stars in heaven. You see the sun, you see the moon, you see people are made, created. Yeah. All right? She Everything is created. Yes. yes, you see all of this. You have no excuse. You know that God is there. That's right. All right? And the Godhead, when it mentions a Godhead, that's that means the Trinity. That's right. Okay, his internal power and Godhead. That's yeah. God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit, brothers and sisters. Amen. All right. So one more verse and I will pass it off to uh, Pastor Amos. Yeah, that will be the book of Matthew, chapter 11, verse 20 to 24. I'll read quickly. He says, Then he began to rebuke the cities in which most of his mighty works had been done, because they did not repent. Woe to you, Chorazin! Woe to you, Bethsaida! For if the mighty works which were done in you had been done in Tyre and Sidon, they would have repented long ago in sackcloth and ashes. But I say to you, it will be more tolerable for Tyre and Sidon in the day of judgment than for you. And you, Capernaum, who are exalted to heaven, will be brought down to Hades. For if the mighty works which were done in you had been done in Sidon, in Sodom rather, it would have remained until this day. But I say to you that it shall be more tolerable for the land of Sodom in the day of judgment than for you. Amen. So we learn two things here. One, he's telling them it'll be no more tolerable for them than them. All right. There's different punishment, pain and suffering mm -hmm. in hell. Mm -hmm. It's all pain and suffering, brothers and sisters. That's right. Everyone's going in the midst of the fire, guaranteed. Mm -hmm. But some will suffer worse than others. Okay. A serial killer, someone who's killed many, many people mm -hmm. and doesn't care. And the person who just doesn't believe in Jesus, mm -hmm. they're both going to hell. And they're both going to suffer forever. It says where the worm, it does not die. That's the soul, brothers and sisters. Mm -hmm. Okay? Do not think you're just going to burn up and it's going to be over. Mm -hmm. It's not that way. It's for eternity. The pain and suffering is for eternity. Mm -hmm. Now here it's telling them that if the works, the miracles were done, okay? And mm -hmm. them, they would have changed. Mm -hmm. Sodom and Gomorrah was the worst of the worst. That's right. But they would have changed. Well, brothers and sisters, we all know people that have had miracles. I personally have had a miracle, okay, That's done right. for me. And you've all heard testimonies. Everyone has heard about miracles done through Jesus, all right? So you have no excuse, brothers and sisters. And it's going to be worse for you than even Sodom and Gomorrah because you all know it. You've all heard it. You've witnessed it. People having miracles, all right? The, the Lord... Yesterday, today, and forever is the same God. That's right. Amen? That's right. All right, Pastor Amos, please lead some people into salvation. Oh, yes. Thank Hallelujah. you so much, Brother Joe, for sharing that. And, um, listeners, it is very clear. The Bible says faith comes by hearing. Hearing, hearing the word of God. You've been hearing the word of God. The Bible is very clear. 
we shall live by faith. Mm. Without faith, you cannot please God. No. So I want to help you from what we've listened. You need to give your life to Christ. Mm. Let me lead you in the prayer of repentance. Mm. Because in time of ignorance, God has overlooked. Yes. He commands yes. men everywhere to repent. Amen. And this is the sign. Amen. You can say, dear Lord Jesus, Amen. I open my heart. Mm. I ask you to forgive me. Wash me with your blood. Mm. Write my name in the book of life. Mm. Today I accept you. I open the door of my heart. May you come and be my savior. Mm. Forgive me all my sins and wash me with your blood. Send the Holy Spirit to come into my heart mm. and to lead me and guide me. Mm. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Listeners, if you have prayed that prayer, I pray that the Lord may bless you. Continue to go in a Bible teaching church that will continue to know the truth and the truth shall set you free. Amen. May the Lord bless you. We shall again be here tomorrow. Amen. Good night. Amen. Good night.